is the Storymobile podcast. We are a solar-powered moving art space that travels to events and through neighborhoods to collect your stories. The St. Paul Almanac book was created in 2005 and has since been released annually. The goal is to bring together the diverse community of St. Paul through literary arts. The Almanac is a meeting place for sharing stories and artwork of our community. This year, the St. Paul Almanac released their 11th volume, On a Collected Path. As part of a reading festival, authors have gathered at various venues throughout St. Paul to read their fabulous work. On Wednesday, May 10th, readers gathered at the East Side Freedom Library to read their pieces from St. Paul Almanac's Volume 11, On a Collected Path. So, um, without further ado, I am the first reader. I don't know how that's supposed to work exactly, but I'm going to read my own bio. So, <laughs> I should have planned this a little differently, but uh, I'm a reader, writer, editor, reviewer, promoter, and instructor. My writing has appeared in the St. Paul Almanac, Writer's Block, Min Reads, and Book Riot. In 2013, I was a finalist in the Beyond the Pure Fellowship for Writers at Intermedia Arts, and I run a business called Book Mania and a website for writers called The Publishing Bones. And um, if you're on Twitter, go ahead and find me there. At Linda Wonder is my Twitter handle. So I'm there every day. And I'm going to read a piece that's on page 74. If you care to follow along, you certainly can. But um, I will confess I have edited it since. (laughs) (laughs) David told me I could. All right, I'm going to... This is called Adventures in Midway Center. When I was a kid growing up in the Midway area of St. Paul, there was a strip center, one of the early shopping centers, called, of all things, Midway Center. It was anchored on one end by C.G. Murphy, a precursor to Target, with items in deep tables all along the front of the store. On the opposite side of the strip center was a monstrous addition of Montgomery Ward, four stories high. You could find anything there. We didn't shop at each or either of these much, but my mother did buy a lot of her clothes at a store in the middle of the L-shaped strip center called Learners. Apparently, Learners was the bastion of all things high fashion for the trendy lady of the 1970s. My mom bought a full-length blue faux fur coat there once. Yes, blue fur. (laughs) It had a short nap on the body of the coat in a lighter blue, and then darker blue trim in a plush, long faux fur. The sleeves were almost bell sleeves in the fashion of the day, with great big cuffs in long blue fur. And the lapels were all the rage, too. Wide, deep, long and blue, furry lapels. It was the height of cool. She used to take me to learners with her when she did her shopping. And really, is there anything more boring than watching someone else shop? Once I climbed into the middle of one of those circular clothes racks, I was about six or seven, and I fell asleep. Uh, They turned the store upside down for me until I woke up and crawled out. I suppose I gave my mom quite a scare. It's true, my mom was very cool. She wore crocheted skirts and vests that she made herself and long dangly earrings that were hidden in her long dark hair. 
She died shortly after I fell asleep in that clothes rack, and I never did go into learners again, but I remember it so well. And just outside learners was a tiny little house surrounded by a chain link fence. The house was used in the winter for Santa. I don't remember ever going there to actually see Santa, but I do recall spending a lot of time outside that fence looking at the reindeer that inhabited that yard during December's. I don't know if they were real reindeer or just regular deer. The last time I saw them, I was probably eight. But they sure did open up all kinds of flights of fancy in my little mind. Every year, I begged to go and see the reindeer. My brother remembers that we did climb on Santa's lap one year, but I have no recollection of that. I have continued to drive by Midway Center throughout my life, watching the changes on University Avenue. The old Chevy dealership where my dad bought his first new car, a green Impala, gone now, moved out to the suburbs. The old drugstore right on the inside angle of the L at Midway Center that had a lunch counter, just like in the movies. And if you walked out the back door of the drugstore and across the alley, you were in the giant Montgomery Ward. Next door was the beauty salon where my first stepmom cut off all my hair. And there was a bowling alley too, underground, where my brother and I would hang out, pretending we were playing the pinball games because we didn't have any money. What I wouldn't give now to have my mother bore me with her shopping. These things we don't treasure until we're older. Talk now is there's going to be a big soccer stadium put on that site, and they're going to get rid of the little Midway Center strip mall completely. I will always remember the little house with the reindeer and that long blue fur coat from learners. It seems like things always have to change. But at least we have these hazy things called memories that we can call on from time to time. Thank you. To hear more stories, learn more about Storymobile, and to find out where we'll be pedaling off to next, visit storymobile.org.